What's it take to fill a pothole? True grit. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. As sea levels rise from global warming, many might envision waves crashing into houses on the coast, vanishing beaches, and inundated streets. But according to researchers at the University of Arkansas and the USGS, the future may also have serious inland flooding that comes up from the ground. The scientists looked at California, and they say rising oceans will push up groundwater under some cities and regions which could damage roads, reduce drainage from sewer and septic systems, and potentially release contaminants that have been buried and capped off. Basements could heave, and buried pipes and electrical lines could corrode because of the rising water table. One of the researchers told the Los Angeles Times that walls and berms could protect against rising seas, but won't stop the groundwater. In many areas of the San Francisco Bay, groundwater is already seeping. With a rise in sea level of one foot or more, another scientist says unexpected places could flood, such as Marin City, north of San Francisco. In Southern California, infrastructure in coastal towns from Venice to San Diego could also be affected. But the good news is that some officials are beginning to incorporate groundwater into their plans for sea level rise. Also in California, last weekend, a massive heat wave led to rolling blackouts as energy demand for cooling and other appliances surged. For the first time in nearly 20 years, the Glen Canyon Dam on the Colorado River, which provides electricity to many western states, raised its flow to increase power generation after a request by California officials. The Arizona Republic reports that three other dams contributed additional hydropower to quench California's increase needs, but other states couldn't help because they were coping with heat waves of their own. To avoid rolling blackouts to as many as 10 million people, officials asked customers to conserve power by turning the temperature up on air conditioners, cooking outside instead of using stoves and ovens, and hanging clothes to dry. Customers complied and the crisis was avoided. A spokesperson for the Bureau of Reclamation said that hydropower is in a unique position to respond quickly to demand, and the increase flow at Glen Canyon Dam did not cause a discernible change in water levels downstream. A couple of weeks ago, a woman who swims daily in Miami's Biscayne Bay had to quickly get out of the water when she noticed hundreds and hundreds of dead fish. The Miami Herald reports that fish kills have been spotted in various areas along the bay, and the likely culprits were pollution and high water temperatures. In early July, the water temperature near Miami reached 92.5 degrees Fahrenheit, the highest ever recorded since a recording station was installed there in 1994. The situation may be exacerbated by runoff of fertilizer, septic effluent, and pet waste, which increases algal blooms that take up oxygen needed not only by fish, but also corals. Mark Eakin with NOAA said that they're likely to see coral bleaching increase across South Florida if temperatures continue to rise. High water temperatures are not just affecting coastal ecosystems, but are also fueling what could be an historic event two hurricanes occurring simultaneously in the Gulf of Mexico. As of Sunday morning, 
Tropical Storm Marco was expected to grow to a level one hurricane and hit the Louisiana coast as early as Monday. Tropical Storm Laura was crossing over the Dominican Republic in Haiti and expected to develop into a hurricane coming ashore also in Louisiana by the middle of the week. Warm water in the Atlantic Ocean is conducive to rapid intensification of storms, but the good news is that so far this season, none have become very strong or done much damage. Potholes in roads are not only aggravating, but can cause damage to cars. Usually crews patch them with asphalt that contains hydrocarbons, which can leach and pollute. Now, scientists from Cal State Bakersfield say they have a new eco-friendly solution that's derived from wastewater. When wastewater is treated, sewage and food scraps are processed, and then the resulting clean water is released into waterways. The solids left behind from that treatment are mostly sand and gravel, something referred to as grit. Because the grit contains pathogens and impurities, they're unsuitable for direct recycling and usually taken to landfills and buried. But the researchers wanted to see if there was a way to use the grit, perhaps as road material. They combined it with a substance routinely used to treat hazardous waste to kill pathogens and ended up with something called grit-assisted patch, or GAP, that could be safely applied to potholes. GAP is composed of compounds that are not toxic to people, and the researchers think it will last longer than asphalt patches. And finally, it may sound like the stuff of nightmares. You're out in public and need to find a restroom, and the one you come across is transparent by design. The see-through bathroom is the invention of the famous Japanese architect Shigeru Ban, and the idea was to make public restrooms more inviting and safer. The cube-shaped colorful bathroom has walls with smart glass that become opaque when someone steps inside and locks the door. But before they've gone in, they've been able to inspect it from the outside and see that the toilet and sink are clean and that there's no one lurking inside. The see-through loo is just one of the solutions that were created in the Tokyo Toilet Project, launched by the nonprofit Nippon Foundation, that asked 16 well-known architects to renovate public toilets located in the city's busiest park. The foundation, the city, and its tourism association will maintain the facilities with uniformed toilet inspectors who will periodically survey the restrooms to make sure the public has the best possible experience. That's it for this week in water, and we'll see you next time.